Hi everyone and welcome to The Psalm Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. What is wrong with both of you? <laughs> Did you just say you're not together? Let's disagree. No one else wants to ask. Okay, we're digging into a topic. Why do you want it in the park? Why? And say why do you want it around? Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Sound Seed podcast wait the intro is already going to say that we're the sound seed podcast so welcome to our gathering yeah our gathering as we sit together um Shelly's looking confused are you okay I'm fine okay um <laughs> so um I'm just going to introduce myself just before we get into the topic make a cup of tea if you're at home or just get ready to just enjoy listening to our voice for the next 20, 30 minutes or so. My name is Aramide and I'm joined by two beautiful, beautiful women. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself, ladies? Yes, my name is... <laughs> I'm so sorry, Shelly. <laughs> Shelly wow. gave me that, what is she going to do this time look? <laughs> So I'm so sorry, guys. I feel like I don't even need to introduce myself anymore at this point. <laughs> my, name is, my name is Hi Cafe. Like, let me real. <laughs> Just give me another one. I'm beautiful woman too, Shelly. I I I I I'm lost for words. <laughs> I, I, I'm lost for words. You know, each person ha- oh, has been, in the Bible, it talks about how each person is given a different gift and some is the interpretation of tongues. I lack it. <laughs> because I don't know what just happened. <laughs> Me and Faith always do this and I don't know why. <laughs> they don't do it before the recording, just so you know, they do it during. Um, that's right. Um, but there's safety and exposure, correct? <laughs> in transparency. Mm. Um, but you know what, let's just get into the topic. Um, so at the seed, currently, we are exploring the topic of drumroll submission. And submission is such a loaded topic, um, such an interesting topic, because there are so many things that the Lord says about submission, that the Bible says about submission. Um, and today we're going to be exploring a type of submission, a form of submission. And today I want us to discuss submitting towards leadership. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about leaders in the church. So um, if you've listened to our episodes about um, about scandals in the church, you might be like, we've already covered this before. No, 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 no. We are covering submission, submitting to authority in the world. So you think governors, think presidents, think prime ministers, essentially the lawmakers, those who whose decisions really do decide, you know, a lot about how we live our lives, what bills we pay, um, what things we must take part in as, as citizens of whichever land that we reside. And actually, first of all, I just want to get your thoughts. When you think about submitting submission to leadership, what emotions 
come up? What feelings, what thoughts come up? You know what, when you, when you said submitting submit to leadership, you know what came up is like, rah, there's so many different types of leaders in, in your life, right? Like what you said, there's authority. Then there is like the leadership in the church. Then as woman, there's the leadership of your home, whether it's your father or your husband um, so that's the first thing that came to mind. But then, like you said, okay, submission to authority. And then what came to mind was Boris Johnson. And laughing. Boris, I'm sorry. I remember, no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, can I just please note that the views of Faith, Hiker, Oluwa, something that she just introduced herself, are not directly reflective of the views of us at the Sound to See podcast. So everything that she says is about her and her alone. Shelley says that she agrees it as well. No, wait, wait. <laughs> I wait, might I'm, possibly agree, but I'm not formalizing I've not, I've not expressed any so views. I didn't, I didn't formalize anything. I've not expressed any views. The only the reason I was laughed, laughing... expressed everything <laughs> that could need it to have been expressed. No, the only reason I was laughing is because every time I think of him, I think of memes. So I just had a bunch of memes just coming through my head. But yeah, so I thought about him and I thought about... Um, so how leadership is people may be in a position of leadership but they may not be qualified to be in a position of leadership that also <laughs> Shelly that's the different point <laughs> can we start again no we can't we're gonna continue <laughs> okay you know what let me just pull this back a little bit let me pull this back I think um okay let, let's give a wider context whilst Faith is laughing I think she has tears in her eyes right now and Shelly is oh they're waiting for me lovely Shelly is the only way I can describe it is guffaw Shelly is sliding off her chair um let me still describe what this I'm just not describing what this women are doing I think in the past Okay, so I've let's all roughly been alive for the past 24 to 26 years. That's the age range here, I think. Um, and I think we, so if I think about, you know, the early 20s, the late 1900s, um, and even now, we don't know life outside of what authority looks like, obviously, right? So we can't say we come from a village where, you know, your father, I mean, we can to an extent, every, every person in human history has experienced authority in one way, shape or form, whether it was the village elders or the husband in the house or just whoever we look to for advice, right? And I think we live in a world where a lot of our leaders are making big, big decisions. If you think about wars, for example, a lot of wars that have happened, dictatorships, meaning that the people don't really get a lot of choice in terms of how they want to live their lives. Or if you think about COVID more recently, um, rightfully so, the government put us, all in, or put us all in lockdown and that meant that our movement was restricted, right? Work was restricted. We had to adapt to a new way of life. Same way with our employers. Um, you know, they had to change the way that they operated things. So there's always, we, we all live under the influence of authority. 
mm-hmm. to an extent, right? So we all have to submit. So for example, if you commit a crime, you're going to go to jail. Uh, well, you might go to jail, right? So we conform in a way because of, let's say, fear of going to jail. So you don't do certain things, right? Um, or, you know, you pay your taxes, you, you do certain things, right? Because these are mandated by the authority that we live under. Yeah. Um, however, that authority doesn't necessarily mean that, like Faith said, doesn't mean that they're all disqualified. It doesn't mean that their rules benefit everybody, uh, it may yeah. benefit a certain majority or a certain minority, but it's not all this 50-50. Um, and so it means that each and every single one of us will have a certain feeling towards authority because it's whether authority benefited you, whether it didn't benefit you, whether the authority actually is in line with your personal goals and your personal beliefs or whether they're not in alignment. Yeah. So I'm going to put, so with that context in mind and kind of setting the scene, knowing that authority is something that we all live under. However, obviously we're going to explore what the Bible says about authority, but it's also always good to know where do we stand as individuals? How do we feel about authority? The authority we're under, the authority we've been under. Um, yeah. Any thoughts, feelings, emotions? Let's, let's do this again. <laughs> I think... Um... I think with all that being said, I think you even, while I was listening, um, first thing that came to mind was the fact that, yes, some um, were under authority, you know, um, government, whether that be in your homes, we're under authority, like, in so many areas, work, um, and sometimes, you know, they might not be qualified, and sometimes it might not be you, you just might not be okay <laughs> with um, some of the rules that are set by this authority, let's say by government, you know, some people weren't and still are in disagreement with the policies that the current government are placing um, when it comes to COVID, COVID traveling, lockdown, you know, there was a lot of disagreements when it came to setting those policies. Um, and so the first thing I thought about was being under authority means that sometimes you will not get what you want. Not even sometimes, a lot of times uh, you will not get what you want. And so that's literally the first thing that came to mind that with authority, that means that <laughs> really sometimes I'm not going to get my way. But at the same time, with a lot of these policies, a lot of these policies, you know, in relation to COVID were for my betterment or for my safety, not just for me, but, you know, yeah. really the entire world, really. Um, and so it's not always what we like that is the best option. Um, and authority is put in place to make those decisions. Uh, and in terms of government, for the masses. Yeah. I agree. And and for me, you know what? Like, I've never really been one to be affected much. Okay, not affected, but bothered much by the decision government makes. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the end of the day, I just feel like, well, I mean, God knew that was going to happen. So he's he's got me. So I'm not really I'm not really stressed about that like that and even at the scene we, we I, I believe you brought up this this bible verse romans 13 1 to 2 where it says everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities for there is no authority except that which god has established the authority that exists has been established by god mm-hmm. consequently he who rebels against the authority is rebelling against god and what god has instituted and those who do not those who do so will be will bring judgment on themselves 
And like, I just think about that. And I just think how God actually established this authority, right? Even though it may, they may not um, have godly values. Um, they may not bring even certain godly laws into, into play. Um, God al- always knew they were going to be um, in the, that position of authority. So that makes me, that comforts me, knowing that God knows, right? Knowing that it's not an accident, knowing that um, it, it wasn't by mistake, but through his sovereign will, it was in in one way or another ordained by him. Um, so that's how I kind of comfort myself through the things that happen. Yes, it, it's difficult um, and we shouldn't become complacent. And I think we should also still strive to have Christians in these positions of authority, mm-hmm. because again, God does ordain that too right and he does desire for us to to be in those rooms and have those conversations and make those laws as well and we should strive for that <clears throat> but if we do find ourselves um being led by someone that's not necessarily being led by god um, we can still be confident in knowing that god is still God that we're submitted to first and foremost is is a source of comfort because um I've been looking at first Peter 2 <laughs> and there's a bit that when I read it my body kind of ran cold because I was like but Lord help me to rebel help me to rebel well <laughs> and it's first Peter 2 verse 18 to 19 it says Servants, be subject to your masters with all respect, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the unjust. For this is a gracious thing, when mindful of God, one endures sorrow whilst suffering unjustly. And especially if you look at, you know, a lot of what's happening around the world, a lot of people are subject to governments that are unjust. Governments, like you said, who don't believe in God or believe in God but deny his power or who don't fear God and I think I'm sure there are Christians in those countries who are you know who have to submit to that and of course you know knowing that God ordained the leadership that we have right God allows it to happen shall I say God allows it to happen is a source of comfort but as Christians when do you think we need to not submit to authority, right? Because, I mean, do must we submit to all authority or are there instances when we shouldn't submit to authority? Yeah. <clears throat> there are definitely instances where we shouldn't. Um, and you know what? Thinking about it now... <clears throat> Even in not submitting to that authority, we're submitting to the authority of God, right? In those instances. Um, But let's say, I don't know, like, oh, I'm going to steal, I'm going to steal what you taught us around the day when you led the session. Um, The, the, no Egyptian, the Hebrew midwives, right? In Egypt, when they were told to kill all the, 
all the newborn the male babies they didn't submit to that authority and instead they hid the babies right and they were rewarded for that so i think that's like a really great example of a time where you don't submit to authority um but still trust that you'll be under the protection of god and even if they kill you like it is what it is huh it is what it is (laughs) (laughs) i'm so sorry i don't know like you know what I can't lie. I sometimes I think about it like that. Not to say I'm not saying that those situations are easy. Mm-hmm. They are not at all. But again, there's a joy and there's a comfort in knowing that God is with you and you're going to meet your father. Because if they kill you, you you're dead. So you don't even know. <laughs> that is I would even lie. I just I No, just, okay. I just got a okay. I I really just wanted to I was just like, wow, she really, she really laid it out there, you know. This is how I. You, you're no, dead. This is, no, I, this said, is, hmm. I know, I know, it's probably not the most comforting thing, sounding thing, but to be very honest with you, this is how I comfort myself, <laughs> and that's the honest truth. Because even in Matthew, is it talks about do not fear those who can only kill the body, but fear mm-hmm. the one that can kill the body and soul, right? Yeah. And when I read that, I'm like, okay, you're right. They can only kill my body, but but. I my need soul. to obey. Do you know what I mean? And my soul is important. Like I need to obey God and what it is that He has laid out and what it is mm-hmm. that He wants, right? And I shouldn't fear, oh, these people might kill me. All they can do is take your life. But Jesus, God has your eternal life, right? And if you give him your life now, your physical life, he will keep your eternal life. Like you will reign with him for eternity. Mm-hmm. And that's so much more fun and so much more. <laughs> yeah joyful than what else could happen yeah and I think it's when thinking about oh you know are there instances where we shouldn't submit you know to authority or whatnot I think it's really important for us to just remember the order of authority God comes before all of them Mm -hmm. so regardless of whether it's you know you submitting to your husband or you submitting to the government or you submitting to parents at the end of the day it will always be God parent God husband, God government, it doesn't matter. God has placed, you know, these governments in the position that they are. God has placed your parents, you know, as your parents, you know, he put you in their lives. Um, You know, God has brought you and your husband together, you know, by the grace of God, let's hope that that is is the case. (laughs) But then because of that, like, it's always God who is the head of any situation. It's always God who is the head. So regardless of, you know, who is the, you know, top buddy, wherever you are, it's always like, okay, are you honoring God with this? You know, are you really commanding me to go completely against what my God has said? Well, in that case... (laughs) I'm sorry, sorry to that man, but it's just not gonna fly. Um, and I think that's you know that's the perfect instance where we can be like we're not going to, and God will honor us honoring Him. Yeah, yeah. that that's really important. And I think as Christians, we've actually been given the Holy Spirit, and just because we're Christians or we've been called to submit to authority doesn't mean that we need to be docile. I think if you think about you know history and mankind. Christians have actually stood up for what was right. And, you know, um, especially if you think about like the 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 book of Acts, when you see when you saw, you know, the 
the, the first early Christians, you know, who were selling their belongings, they were coming together to break bread, they were sharing in their homes and they were coming together. At that time, you know, the Sadducees and the Pharisees didn't like that. They, they, they actually tried to stop Christians from doing that. But Christians saw it more important that the gospel be spread than, than you know, the mere 70, 80, 90 years they're going to live on this earth. They casted mm. their eyes on, on onto the future. They casted their eyes onto, onto eternity. And I think it's really important well, that if you actually have faith that heaven is real, if you actually have faith that there is more to this life than what we see in the present time that we are here, then you can actually then look onto then you can look onto what's going to happen in the future, what's going to happen after you die, because I think it's the fear of death and fear of persecution that stops Christians from actually standing up for what they believe in. And I remember I was thinking of um, in Sweden, there are two nurse, no, two midwives who basically were sacked from their jobs because they refused to perform abortions. So, for example, in the UK, you can actually opt out of performing such procedures um, because of religious beliefs. But in some parts of the world, for example, something like that, it's part of your job role. And they, they went to the, the European court um, to try and get it overturned, and they basically said no. And you're thinking, wow, that's law. That's meant to be part of their profession. But they decided to stand up for God. And I mean, I don't know what the situation is right now, whether they managed to get jobs, but at the time they were campaigning because they, they felt, and rightly so, that they were unfairly dismissed. And it's this idea of like, if there's an authority that's been established in place, going against that authority is not easy. It's not easy at all. Mm -hmm. However, who do you fear more, man or God, like Faith said? Who do, who do you fear more? Who Who is more important to you? And obviously we can talk about all sorts of terrible authority, you know, up and down, you know, but there's obviously that fine line when we have leaders in place that we feel are not competent. But we also, they're not directly telling us to do things that are ungodly, right? So we still need to submit to them. So my thing is, how do we respect and honor the leaders that we don't agree with? For example, right now, if you look to seeing what's happening in in Ukraine, um, or sorry, in Russia, I'm sure there are probably Russians who don't agree with what's happening, right? Mm -hmm. But a lot of them have probably lost their jobs. For example, I know that my company no longer operates in that country, meaning that thousands of people have been left out of jobs, even though they might not actually agree with what, what their leaders are doing. But still, we're called to honour our leaders and to respect them. Yes, we don't have to go along with what they tell us to do, um, but there should still be that honour because we're called to honour each and every single person that we meet. So how would you encourage a Christian? How would you even advise a Christian to still honour their leaders, even if they feel that they, that leader is incompetent? I think there's a degree of wisdom to be exercised here. Um, obviously, to be guided by the 
spirit, the Holy Spirit um, in your actions. Because right now in Russia, there are quite a few people who are openly voicing their disagreement with the war efforts um, and, and with all that's happening. And these same people are being arrested um, and they continue to go out. Um, and in this case, it's really a case of you, like I said, heeding the voice of the spirit as in, God, what is what is it that I'm meant to be doing? You know, um, what is your will to be done here? You know, how do I honor you um, in all my ways? You know, do I actually openly oppose this government? Is that what, you know, you want me to do? Or is there another way that you want me to help while still um, honoring um, what's happening? I think, yeah, it's very... It's, it's a very sensitive situation um, right now with what's going on. So I think a lot of like actually um, applying wisdom and at the same time, you know, making sure that that wisdom is from God um, and the voice of God is being heeded to and listened to. Yeah, that's good. I think you honor, I think you do it by honoring God. Um, and search, search in scriptures, depending on obviously what the situation is, you search the scriptures for how can I deal with, with this situation? I'm thinking about, oh, I think, I can't remember who, was, who it was that was in prison. And then the prison guards um, became converted, right? Um, even though this person, I think it was PR. I think no. so. Is it, is it after they broke out and the prison guard um, yeah. became converted and told his family? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of that. Like, even in situations like that, you it's so easy to probably be like, this prison guard has, I don't know what, we don't know what he would have done to them, but we know that he's working in a position where he's inflicting some sort of pain on Christians, right? So he's opposed to them. But in the way that they responded to him, it actually then enforced or it it caused a conversion where this prison guard was like, who is it that you serve? You know, and I want to, I want to know your God and serve your God too. Um, So I think it's recognizing or remembering that um, we must approach every situation with patience, Mm -hmm. love and um, care, right? Um, Because these leaders do make difficult decisions and sometimes they make the wrong ones um, in hindsight as well. We see that, oh, that was wrong. Um, but before that, like, it's very difficult to know what's right and wrong, even with the pandemic. Yeah. Like, people were just complaining and say, that's such a bad decision to have been to have made. Um, but you don't know what the good decision is. You don't know what the right decision is. A lot of us are dealing with something like this for the first time. I've never been in a pandemic. So um, we need to also recognize that there are certain decisions that are just they just don't know and they might do the wrong thing. So have compassion and, you know, be patient with them as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, I know we always say this, but I genuinely believe that we should pray for our leaders, you know, the Bible talks about that. It says, pray for your leaders. And I don't think that's just your leaders in the church. I think we should also pray for our leaders in government that's as well. Um, so yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think I remember that scripture that says, pray for your leaders that you may live 
quiet and peaceful lives because although your voice might not be able to reach them, your prayer and petition, you know, God can actually reach their hearts through your actions, right? For you praying and your petition. And I think sometimes we live in a world where we sometimes feel helpless. We sometimes feel helpless that the decisions that we're making are ineffective. Like, not ineffective, but they don't really matter, right? So we can be like, oh, we can vote, but even when you voted, you're like, yeah, I already know that. It's, it's, it's more kind of like you're doing it for show if the person's already been decided. I'm not saying that's what happens, but I feel like that's sometimes how we feel mm-hmm. as Christians, or even when we're choosing a party to vote for, or, you know, who's going to lead us, and you're like, oh, they both have very anti-Christian agendas, and it's like, who do we go for? Yeah. Or, you know, or if you live in a country where, you know, maybe decisions made 10, 20 years ago before you were even born, you're still living underneath that. And it's kind of like, yeah. but I've had nothing to do with this. And I think, and I'm sure there are good, you know, good leaders and authority out there, wherever they are. Um, I think it's still important that we're still called to submit and we should still walk in that because we're not we're not doing it so that our leaders will pat us on the back, but we're doing it as a as 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 an act of obedience unto God, yeah. uh, being, being obedient unto God, and God will give us the peace that we need. Like First Thessalonians three verse six and seven. Now the Lord of peace Himself gave you peace by all means. The Lord be with you all. Yeah. So regardless of everything, literally God will give us peace by any means possible. But like you know, we've already said, it's really important that we actually fix our eyes on God first and foremost, and we shouldn't blindly follow. We shouldn't blindly accept and we shouldn't yeah. blindly say yes. And in situations where we can't change, pray. Pray is the yeah. master key. Mm. Yeah. Prayer is the master key. Um, and I think sometimes we you might fall into the trap of trying to be like the world, where like you plot and you connive and you think of ways to to, to malign and to and to get by. But just because the situation is in our favor doesn't mean that we we can do what isn't godly. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, definitely. It's kind of like you remember the riots that happened in London years and years ago. It was like everyone just decided to go leave their house and raid the nearest shopping center. Yeah. But it's like as a Christian, he called to first of all go to your house and actually pray that peace will land. Not say, oh, because things are going wrong, let me go and snatch something that doesn't belong to me or let me yeah. go and do something and take advantage of the situation because they're wrong i should be wrong too exactly mm-hmm. we can't all be wrong and strong together yeah. some people need to stand in the light and stand in the gap for truth and yeah. that's what christians are called are called to be but yeah this has been a bit of a sobering topic i think um authority and i think i pray that one day we'll have this conversation again and i, I pray that we'll, it will be a more positive conversation talking about our leaders and the good things that they do um, <laughs> and the great decisions that they make. And I'm not just talking for us in Manchester, I'm talking for everyone all over the world. And we can say, wow, we've seen a turnaround in the mm-hmm. way leaderships and governments and countries are governed. But until yeah. then, we'll have to make We have hope. And honour, yes, and honour those, because the job that they do is not easy and they're just as flawed as we are. Um, yeah despite the titles but yeah do you guys have any closing thoughts at all before we round up 
Um, I think um, just to remind everyone that above all else, you know, God is the head authority. Yeah. And he's, he is a good leader, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think even, even for us as human beings, as human beings, even for us that are not in leadership positions like parliament and stuff, we should still we should still pursue and and look at what does good leadership actually look like mm-hmm. um and apply that in our own lives because we're also called to lead in one way or another yeah. um so i think even just bringing it back to us what can i do how can i have an impact in in the world um how can i be a better leader in the world as well absolutely Maria, thank you so much for sharing with me. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Um, this has been an interesting episode to record, and I'm sure you might disagree with some of the things that we said, or you might agree with me, but do let us know. But in the meantime, thank you so much for joining us. So this has been The Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.